What up, Silicon Valley? It's your host, Sam Cabert and Sergio Oliveri, where we explore all things Silicon Valley, networking, business, and sports. Sponsored by Playground Pictures. Sergio, Podcast 29. What up? Warriors are the world champions, baby. Two times in three years. I like it, man, and taking down LeBron. Yeah, it could have been three, but I'll take two out of three. That's not bad. You know, I was questioning your uh, your fandom there for a second, but uh, <laughs> for most of our regular listeners, they know the story, so we don't have to go into that again. So everyone's talking about how this is the first Bay Area team to win at home since the 1974 Oakland A's. But I've got a little bit of I've got a note here saying that the San Jose Sabercats won back in 2002 at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. So that. no one's remembering Sabercats. Yeah. Just they're no longer here, right? They're gone, yeah. but not forgotten. They've not, won not a couple forgotten. titles here for San Jose. They did San Jose adjust. Like they, they were put us on the map kind of, right? The what? Sharks never won one, so... We got had the close last year. Earthquakes right? and Sabercats. So. Nice, nice. Well, that's a, a good little stat there. Um, anything else about the Warriors? Just a big shout out. That was a yes. I know JaVale McGee is having a big celebrity softball match at the uh, O.Co. the stadium. Let's go. Yeah, we should Let's check go. that out. It's like on a, a Saturday or Friday, I think. I was so. bummed that he didn't play a single minute in the I know. game winner. So it's all good. He did his part. Yeah, he did. Cool. So uh, we do have some guests today. So how about we just bring them right in? Yeah, for sure. We have uh, Janice Bitters, who's the commercial real estate reporter for the Silicon Valley Business Journal. And Jody Meacham, who is, did I say that right? That's right. Just want to make sure. (laughs) Transportation reporter at Silicon Valley Business Journal. So um, guys, welcome Welcome. to the show. Thank you for being here. Is there anything uh, that you want to add to your intro uh, before we really dive in? I don't think so. Just if you if you don't subscribe to our paper yet, uh, I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, so do we. <laughs> you guys are very. I, I mean, it's a it's paper, right? It's print. I like. I maybe I'm old. I, I like reading reports. I'm actually holding a paper. Mm-hmm. Better on the eyes. I. Your it, phone. I can't. I can't eat breakfast without a paper. Yeah. But I will say that our paper comes out on Friday. We we publish online three times a day. Yeah, I get week. your emails. Right. And I, I think it's great what you guys do with your emails, too. You uh, Like this Google story, I was uh, I was reading the email, and it said, to read more, subscribe. So oh, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. it kind of fades away. Like <laughs> You get the intro paragraph, and I'm like all excited, and uh, you got to subscribe. So it's a good it's a good call to action. There. It is funny <laughs> that you bring that up, because I did write that down as a question to ask you guys if you prefer print or digital, because you are in both platforms. But you know where you're not? Audio. Yeah. That's where we come where in. in. We <laughs> <ain't> a podcast, <laughs> or just what up, Silicon Valley? We'll be, be your, ma- we'll be the mouth yeah. of the business journal. But yeah, we, we kind of we're similar. We like to talk about the South Bay. And mm-hmm. what is your region? Does it cut off like at Mountain View, or do you guys incorporate the Bay Area? You know, actually, I think that we primarily look at about San Mateo and South. Um, we also have a sister publication in San Francisco called the San Francisco Business Times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there is certainly some overlap, you know, maybe a little north of San Mateo. Occasionally we'll grab something if they're out of bandwidth or they'll come south of San Mateo <laughs> to help us out or if they just get really excited about a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, generally it's about San Mateo South. We try to cover as much as we can with our uh, very slim staff. What if, <laughs> Does the East Bay have a business journal or do they... Not, not uh, 
San Francisco, San Francisco covers more of the East Bay than we do. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. We do have a reporter over at the San Francisco Business Times, Roland Lee, who covers a lot of East Bay stuff, and he does a really great job mm -hmm. with it. So. And every city, right. like Dallas, all these cities have a business journal. Is this all a, uh, kind of like an umbrella? It's mm -hmm. one big... I think there's 40 outposts of the American Cities Business Journal Empire. Is there got just it. 40? <laughs> Just for, oh, okay. uh, somewhere around there. Cool. I, I worked for the Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Journal under the same empire when yeah. I was living in the Twin Cities. So. Oh, cool. So that's how you, that was a bridge to Silicon Valley was from... Yeah, this. not a direct bridge, but yes, that's, that's <laughs> why I decided to come back. Well, you're doing a great job, uh, Janice. I was, that's Janice, by the way. And I, I read this, we just saw this Google article that came out and it's on the cover of your business journal. And it's all, I'm sure you guys have heard Google's looking at downtown San Jose. So and that's going to be the topic for this podcast. Mostly, we're going to talk a lot of other things too. But um, yeah, exciting news. So we definitely very exciting. You want to dive in on that? Let's dive in. So, um, Janice, could you give us a brief little background of the whole project for those of us that don't really know too much about it? Yeah. So I think that if, if you're looking for a very basic primer, um, one thing to know is that we've got a few different moving parts here. So we've got basically a development that is already being planned by a developer called Trammel Crow, and they are calling this building that they're creating Dearden Station. Yeah. It's going to include a million square feet of office space and retail space, as well as come with hundreds of apartments. But there's also Dearden Station, the transit station, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then also there is a 240-acre area of land around the transit station that is called the Dearden Station area, and it's part of this Dearden Station area plan that is slated for the development that we're talking about, which is up to 8 million square feet of office space that Google wow. is currently eyeing. That's so, massive. Yeah. 8, eight million. And so it was started off like as a 6 million square foot project, and then it ballooned recently to 8 million. And uh, Sam, what is that? What, yeah, what to, is 8 million? So what, to put that into perspective, that's double the size of uh, Google's campus in Mountain View. Is that right? Uh, I would say more than double more because double. right now I think they have about 3.1 million square feet. And so, wow. um, so yeah, I mean, if all, all 8 million square feet came to fruition, I mean, it would be quite lo a lot larger. Large, right. This, it's huge news. I mean, Jody, I think you said something about San Jose State is the largest employer in San Jose, and they're not even close to this. In downtown right. San Jose. In downtown. Right. in downtown San Jose, they employ between four and 5,000 employees. Now, Google has talked about 20,000 in their development. Wow. So all of a sudden, when San Jose drops to number two, they drop to a distant number two by a factor of four. Wow. wow. So it's going to be uh, San Google, California. Yes. Right. <laughs> San Jose, downtown Google. <laughs> well, we were talking about Google is a very good uh, partner and neighbor in Mountain View and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's exciting news. Definitely uh, good stuff. But we don't know whether, okay, so the, there, I read rumors that the headquarters is in Mountain View, but there's a chance that that headquarters, because they've kind of outgrown Mountain View and like companies like LinkedIn and other, other companies are in there and they're not able to grow. So the, this is just something I read that the headquarters is now going to move to downtown San Jose, but that's all rumors, right? Well, you know, to my knowledge, that sounds like rumors because I am in touch with Google. 
I've been harassing them now for you know, every day. <laughs> that's got to be tough. Just get through with them. Um, but, you know, that's not what I'm hearing from them so far. Okay. Um, but that, you know, and they are still growing in Mountain View. They've also got the Bayview development that is right um, very close to their um, Googleplex yeah. uh, development that just broke ground like maybe a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, they still are growing in Mountain View, and I'm not, you know, I have not heard from Google that they're yeah. thinking about a quote-unquote headquarters move. But if you do consider that 15,000 to 20,000 employees move in to a campus in San Jose, that's equivalent to about the number of employees they're employing in the rest of all of Silicon Valley. So, I mean, it would would be a huge shift for Google. So the big difference that I can see from an outsider's perspective is that they're probably going to be building up and what really makes Google Google is the whole experience, whether it's uh, going on those bikes, right, the crazy bikes. The Google bikes. bikes. Yeah, the Google bikes or the fields they have or the little coffee shops. I mean, it's literally like a college campus. There's no way they can replicate that down here, is there? I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think what you're seeing from Google in this announcement is um, a more urban-looking, traditional yeah. uh, office park. Than, than the suburban kind that, that we're used to throughout Silicon Valley. And of course, in San Jose, which is a very small looking large city, that's what San Jose needs and wants. Yeah, they, they want to build up, they want a skyline, they want to look like the 10th largest city in the country, which is what it is. Which it is. And it's also, I read uh, somewhere online that uh, my I, my sources are all over, but this was actually this is on Wikipedia. I looked up the tallest uh, the cities with the tallest skylines, and then the biggest cities with the smallest sky the shortest skylines, and it's downtown San Jose and El Paso, Texas. Hmm. So like cities with eight hundred thousand more people that have uh, like less than thirty story buildings. So mm-hmm. this could be a change. This could be high rises. Right. Um, How's that possible with the airport? Well, you you have to. There are two things going on right now. First of all, Google is a little bit outside the direct approach to the runways at San Jose International. Okay. So the FAA will allow taller buildings away from that center line. And the other thing that's going on is the city and the downtown association and the Silicon Valley organization, which used to be known as the Chamber of Commerce, are working together. Uh, they're going to um, hire a cons- uh, an aviation consultant and what they want to do is to push the uh, Federal Aviation Administration to change the rules that have held down San Jose's building heights right. to allow some more growth even beneath the flight path. So yeah. that, that would, you can free up millions of square feet of office space out of thin air by doing <laughs> what they're proposing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I fly into San Diego often and their skyline is right, right. right you, as you, you fly come, in. You, you come in over yeah. some of those hills pretty low. It looks like yeah. you can hit some <laughs> no, you're like right in between yeah, the buildings. So. Yeah. But uh, no, that's great. Now this project's a big deal. Did you just hear about this? Because uh, I, I just heard about it myself and Sam, you too. Yeah. Like what two weeks well, ago? Yeah, this is super fresh for us. Um, so yeah, how long? And uh, Janice, how long did you hear? How long have you known about this? Oh, I've known for probably probably like a month. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's, it's pretty like, new. I mean, and Jody can attest to this. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been talking about it in our newsroom for a long time and trying to figure out, okay, how can we prepare for this news? Because um, in the real estate world, people talk. And so mm-hmm. um, I was I was quite aware that some news about Google around Dearden Station was going, coming down the wire, but I was not 
in a spot where I felt comfortable reporting it because I really did not have um, enough information. You know, I, I you don't have fake it. news. <laughs> yeah, I there we go. I like that. Fake news, and yeah. so what you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so so even though there were rumors, and and everybody in the real estate community seemed to kind of know, like, okay, yes, this there is definitely something brewing here. Um, we just did not have enough details, and not from the folks that were directly involved for me to be able to report knowledgeably on what what was coming down the pipe. And I'm glad that I didn't go with some of the rumors that I had heard because. You know, originally the rumors were Google's looking at Trammell Crow's single office building, mm-hmm. and what it's turned into is Google is looking at eight million square feet yeah. in all of Deerden Station. So that was new news to me that gotcha. it was so big. Yeah. yeah. So that have you heard of the Whole Foods effect? Uh, I've heard of it a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't. Let's even, see. Okay. Even in other cities. They so have that. I didn't think like okay, they just built a Whole Foods right there, mm-hmm. right by the if, this, if mm-hmm. you guys know the Deerden area. Yeah, yeah, the right. Deerdon Station area is right by the San Jose Arena, or the SAP Center, or the Shark Tank, whatever you want to call it. But they built the Whole Foods there. And the Whole Foods effect, it's supposedly, you put a Whole Foods in an area that's industrial or wherever, and then everything happens around it. Magic happens around Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So you have this Whole Foods now, and down, now you're, you're attracted to Google. So I'm blaming this whole thing on Whole Foods. <laughs> or we could thank them either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do love that tap room there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, another thing, I mean, I know you're, you're with uh, real estate, but like uh, I'm involved with Little Italy San Jose. And uh, Ron Deardon's a fellow paisan. He's got a banner in Little Italy mm-hmm. San Jose. He's an Italian. Uh, that's where the whole area is named after him. But Little Italy is literally a block away from this whole mega project, maybe two, three blocks away. You must be stoked. But it's great for, yeah, we have, uh, there's a new Italian restaurant opening, Enoteca La Storia is going to open in July. So if you want good farm-to-table um, Italian food, that's uh, that's coming soon. But it, that had me thinking, what what's gonna have the area going to be like around there? Let's say, let's go in the future 10 years. Economic development. Yeah, economic yeah. development. Are you going to have... Like, how is this, the shark, the SAP center going to have an effect? How is this new Grand Central Station that's happening? Like, what's this area going to look or like? Or even the home prices, not just in San Jose, but the greater South Bay, you know? Everything. Yeah, restaurants, everything. Is it going to expand downtown yeah. to Santa Clara? Who knows, right? Well, I think the hope and the promise of this is that it will look more like the traditional big city downtown mm-hmm. than what San Jose has had. So. You can't bring 20,000 new workers into a downtown area and not have places for them to eat, um, places to entertain them, um, and the transportation infrastructure to support these people that are coming in and out. That's one of the reasons that Google cited for coming here is that um, the number of passengers who go through Deerdon Station with the addition of BART which will come down from the East Bay through a subway under Santa Clara Street. Yeah. And high-speed rail, which will come in from the south. Uh, the addition of those two railroads will mean that the number of passengers who go through Deerdon Station every day will be about the same as the number of passengers who go through San Francisco International Airport wow. every day now. That's huge. Now, companies look at, at that. They know that in this area, their employees have enormously high housing prices. If Merced or Fresno is 30 minutes away by I was a just going to say train, that. Yeah. And you can come here and get on Caltrain or BART and make that the final change to get to your workplace, then um, some 
respectable percentage of your workforce is going to be coming from an area where housing prices are much cheaper and might offset the commute cost. Yeah. Invest in Merced, people. That's, uh, <laughs> That's the lesson here. The lesson here, yeah. Merced is going to, we're going to have a what up Merced pretty soon. You know, I like so. But I do think that it's important to note that, you know, there's always that fear when you bring in tech campuses that they become very insular. And so they have their own, you know, uh, laundry room, as I was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. this morning. They have um, everything. You don't yeah, have to leave. I mean, they'll even, some of them even have people who will bring you gas so you don't even have to. Oh, yeah. Them. Sergio uses yeah, that service. Yeah, he's Booster. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, you know, I mean, I think that... It all depends on how the community, you know, I'll call this a community because it's 240 acres. It'll be in many buildings and it'll also include housing. Mm-hmm. So how this kind of master planned community really comes together because if it becomes insular, then mm-hmm. you know, how much of an effect will it have other than traffic on the rest of San Jose? It's going to take some really, really strong planning um, on the part of Google, their development partner, Trammell Crow, as well as um, the city to step up and make sure that, you know, that this isn't going to become an insular. I and bet perhaps, you. Perhaps some cultural adjustment by Google. As, yeah. uh, 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 oh, definitely. Not just yeah. by Google, but I mean, th- what you're talking about, this insular community, uh, is what a lot of the bigger tech campuses are all about. Right. Now that moving to a downtown is new for them and that exactly. perhaps reflects an understanding that they either want or need to make that kind of change but whether that's realized in the way you're talking about is still up in the air. Yeah, exactly. And and it's possible that this is um, sort of Google saying, hey, we are, we are looking for a city to be a part of, yeah. not just to build a suburban campus where we keep our employees in the same building all day, right? And yeah. so but we, I just have to acknowledge that, that, you know, there are a lot of people out there that say these tech companies just come in and then their employees stay in the building for 12 hours and then they drive home. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just hoping that yeah. the planning is done in such a way that that doesn't happen in San Jose. Yeah, like we welcome Definitely. them in Little Italy. Right. the restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Fill up the restaurants. <laughs> I, I just, the, the last thing I want is them to have their own hyperloop that'll connect the Mountain View campus to the San Jose campus. Oh, no. <laughs> where it's underground, so they don't even see light. It's just, they're completely exposed. Yeah, 30 seconds, yeah. right. And, and yeah. we should mention, too, this isn't a, a done deal. So, But at the same time, how close is this actually to being a reality? Yeah, like when will we know? When will yeah. we actually have shovels in the dirt? So nice. everybody is quick to say that we are right at the beginning, and I think that's a fair statement. So on June 20th, the city council is going to discuss um, entering into exclusive negotiations with Google to take over the city-owned parcels that were once slated to be the Oakland A's ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a key piece. And so, I mean, I suppose we can assume that the city council will probably say yes because everybody at the city has been so excited about this. But okay, first they have to take that vote and agree to enter into negotiations. And then they've got, uh, even into next year, to sort of figure out what that deal looks like with Google. And so we hope that they're able to come to some sort of mutually beneficial agreement for this land in terms of price and what will happen there, etc. So um, so that's still a really big step. And I think that that's a key step on that will dictate, you know, whether or not this really comes forward the way that, you know, with the whole 8 million square feet. Yeah. 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 I would I would say that um, a factor here is that both the mayor of San Jose and the city council 
and Google are willing to be public to a certain degree about this project now. No, uh, once you've gotten to that uh, point, nobody wants to look faced by having a deal fall through. So the deal can fall through, but there's a momentum right now on mm -hmm. both sides to make things work out because we've we've told the world about it. The yeah. world is excited. We don't want to let people down. We don't want to look foolish. Yeah, and I would also add that even though nothing is a done deal, there has been enormous investment by Google and Trammell Crow in this area. Um, Google took Google or like an entity related to Google bought um, a property last December for 55 million. That's like the AT&T property over there. Um, and Trammell Crow has been quietly scooping up properties all like for, throughout 2017 so wow. far, and they've spent you know well over like. 79 million, probably, you know, uh, millions and millions <laughs> yeah. of dollars. Altogether, I mean, these two groups' investment, not even counting, like, whatever the deal is with the city, they've invested well over $100 million into this area, just taking up land. Um, and I think that it's important to acknowledge that they that's a serious investment by them already. Mm -hmm. You guys both have offices downtown. Are, is Silicon Valley Business Journal's offices downtown? Oh, right. We're at the block Capitol Club again. We're at the Capitol Club. Right. We're so, across the uh, Plaza de Cesar Chavez. Yeah. How, how is it working downtown? Because I've always thought of that. That would be interesting to work downtown. You, and Sam, you have a friend, Brandon. Oh, yeah. He has an office downtown. Yes. I think with downtown San Jose, there's so many synergies you could build, right? You could have relationships. Like, you guys have a relationship with Scott the Capitol Club. Food or mm -hmm. restaurants and you have these relationships so it's like a small community it's a tight community so how is it yeah. working downtown because i work in santa clara i'm one of the tech companies that's outside of downtown like everyone else right <laughs> but being able I, to just get on the light rail or walk around like mm -hmm. yeah explain that i i love working in downtown so i've only been at the silicon valley business journal since the end of january and so uh san jose was new to me but what i can say is that um, this has been a great place for me to make connections. People um, are frequently saying, like, hey, I'll come to you. Let's meet yeah. at this coffee shop or that coffee yeah. shop. I mean, there have been days when I've had three meetings at three different coffee shops, and I've just walked between all three of them in yeah. downtown San Jose. Yeah. So um, could do I think that San Jose has potential for more growth and more retail would i love yeah. to see that oh my gosh yes retail but, that, that's <laughs> yeah but i i really enjoy working down here how about you jody uh, i do too and uh for about half the 30 years that i've lived here uh, i worked for the san jose mercury news when it was out on brokaw road mm -hmm. uh, interstate 880 and you don't feel part of anything out there <laughs> yeah. oh you're so, in your car yeah yeah. The Merck is no longer there, and uh, I'm no longer at the Merck, but we're both downtown. I'm so glad they're downtown now, because that, that, I drive by that old station every day, and it, it's you know, super micro it now. It wasn't something. that many years ago that our, our city hall for downtown was not in downtown. Oh, right. It was right. out First Street near the airport. So um, it's been a slow coalescing of things in yeah. downtown. I think the Sharks at SAP Center had a lot to do with making downtown more of a downtown giving a certain a critical mass to development down here Definitely. and what we're talking about here is just a quantum leap forward and what has been a process that's taken a couple of decades so you know listen to you guys talk because i don't live or work downtown i live in campbell my office down morgan hill but i'm mostly visiting clients i'm in sales outside sales right and i come to downtown san jose santa clara all over right 
I've been at Google. I've been at Facebook. I've been to most of the tech companies. We've been at Twitter in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Even now, what's really interesting to me, just hearing you talk, especially Janice, when you're saying how you'll walk at a coffee shop and just how convenient it is. What if Google went all in on being a part of the community and they had a building specific where you could come and have a Google experience without a Google employee like escorting? Oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so like, like a Coca Cola in Atlanta. They have like the, or like think of the Jelly Bean Factory, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. something like that. Like where you, it's like a little tour, and you That'd can go great. have a restaurant, uh, restaurant there, coffee shop. So like really, it's Google a whole, Museum, Google, Google Museum. Museum. Yeah, Intel, Google. Intel has an Intel Museum. Yeah, who knows. Cool. Just hear you guys talk, you know, because if they really want to be a part of the community, you know, open yourself up. You have yeah. all, you have eight million square feet, right? You, you can, you can do it. You're I Google. Think, like when you go to Amsterdam, they have the I Heart Amsterdam sign, the huge one. They'll have like a huge Google sign where people will take their picture in front of that. So that's another point. We've talked on this podcast a lot about how Silicon Valley doesn't have a landmark. And Sergio, you're, you're talking about in the hills how there's the Silicon Valley sign. Yeah, there's <laughs> that, a rumor. Yeah, there's a rumor for that. I'm right? for. I'm all for that. And we talked to the kid on LinkedIn. He's gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got stuff moving on that. So. so, so I mean, Google could be that that, that uh, landmark, landmark, you know. Yeah. So yeah. interesting. I would find it hard to believe that Google would want to come to downtown San Jose, build a castle, and put a moat around it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And I'll, I'll That's also a good mention that the Deerden Station area plan, which the city master planned. Um, I mean, there are design uh, rules or you know guidelines in there, and in some areas in that plan, they require ground level retail. And I would assume that Google wouldn't put in ground level retail and say it's only for Google employees, because that yeah. you know, as many Google, if if they bring twenty thousand to the area, that's you know maybe that could sustain some of the retail. Yeah, but. because Twitter, you're right. Because Twitter in San Francisco has like a like almost like a Whole Foods on the bottom, like yeah. a grocery. I remember they had kombucha on tap. Yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> this was like four years ago. Right. Yeah. It's some yeah. kind of marketplace that's yeah. at the if ground. If people didn't want to be urban, they could have bought Redwood City. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So that's exciting. That's really exciting. That'll be cool. And that's you brought up the sharks, and let's talk about that, because a lot of our listeners are down here in the South Bay. Um, the SAP Center is, is when you said their lease is coming up? Uh, they extended their agreement with the city, I think it was about a year ago, to remain through 2025. Okay. And a big part of that agreement was that they need to have the same number of parking spaces for that arena available for their fans when they come to games and other arena events that they have right now. So that is a little bit out of character with yeah. what we're talking about with all this mass transit um, Hmm. And the city, the city officials have said that they will honor that agreement, but but it is a sore point, and the sharks are worried about it because San Jose has never been a mass transportation city. People mm-hmm. here drive. drive. Well, we're we're talking a lot a lot more changes with Google coming than just twenty thousand people. It's a whole way that the city operates, and uh, it's unproven. Um, the sharks, I think. They, they get about 2 or 3% of their fans who come by light rail or Caltrain, and the rest drive. So that parking is important to them, and um, what happens going forward is going to be important to the next decision that the Sharks make. I know yeah. they, they say they would like to stay in San Jose, but there's a lot, there are a lot of developments that are 
are foreseeable on the horizon that we just don't know how they're going to turn out. There's a new arena going up in San Francisco mm-hmm. for the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Uh, that means there's a vacant arena in, in Oakland. There's, there's a lot of possibilities yeah. here, and everybody, the city, the Sharks, the Warriors, all of these entities are always looking for how they can gain leverage to get whatever it is that they want, which right. you know is, is more money. Uh, like we took the 49ers from San Francisco, and right. now they could take the Sharks. Right, Oakland. Uh, there's the there's yeah. a lot of moving parts to this yeah, thing. Because but, but the Sharks have been a tremendous influence huge. on the downtown that oh, we yeah. have right now in Definitely. San Jose. And yeah. 2020, you're talking 2025. That'll be a 35 year old arena by then, roughly 35 right. years. Mm-hmm. 35 year old arena, and that's usually about the time. I mean, Oracle Arena is about well, it was built in the 70s. We're and not it's talking about the Roman Colosseum. It's yeah, not exactly. Last that long. They don't last <laughs> forever, so. Um, that'd be interesting to see. Hopefully they can stay downtown. I was all for the A's moving downtown because I think 80 home games in downtown San Jose mm-hmm. in the summer would have been huge economically. Yeah. But uh, as a, now we're getting Google. So yeah. it's in that same area. <laughs> so we couldn't get a stadium, but now we're getting a Google. So. The, the things that you're talking about, these, these sports arenas, uh, the A's ballpark, the Sharks, they're not necessarily by themselves big economic drivers, certainly not compared to Google when you look at the number of people right. that an A's ballpark would employ and what um, what those people would make in terms of wages. But they certainly do um, add a great deal to what kind of life people who live and work downtown have. And it makes a big difference in the city. They're not things to be uh, discounted just because their direct economic impact is not as big as an adobe building or something like that. Yeah, why not even just get a new San Jose Giants stadium downtown? That would be, if they moved them to like a triple-A team, I think it would do well. Mm-hmm. I think every having a bunch of home games, or they're inexpensive. Definitely. and So I think if you just get any type of event venue like that downtown, it's it's going to, it'll drive. It'll right. drive the community and it's something to do. So. Well, what else can we uh, cover on this topic that we haven't already, or maybe um, other um, uh, articles that you guys are working on, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, there's this so has many been, projects. This has been great. This is uh, really insightful for two of us and yeah. our listeners, and everyone is um, really interested to hear about Yeah, this is there stuff. any other tech companies moving downtown? Because there's only really, like, it's Adobe, there's, like, Electric Cloud. Right. Of course, we've got um, we've got Cisco that is not in downtown, but they they're a huge presence. Well, Cisco. In San Jose. You you mentioned Light Rail, and did Light Rail get built out there because of Cisco's private money, or did they invest in Light Rail? Um, I don't know whether Cisco directly invested in it, but the whole what they call the Golden Triangle, which is out North First, First Street, yeah, um, has got a lot of tech campuses on it, and that's the reason that that, uh, that alignment was picked for light rail when the project was first being Got envisioned. It, okay. mm-hmm. the, the project was really thought of as bringing people, residents from Almanon Valley to work on North First Street and, and take them through downtown. Um, it hasn't evolved exactly the way it was originally envisioned. It has not driven a whole lot of retail downtown that that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. but still, that was that was what we thought was going to happen when light rail was first planned. That's that's another thing you have to take into account with all this. We can see these things. Um, you never know exactly how they're going to turn out when they actually come to fruition. And I, you we're talking about big companies like Google moving downtown, but uh, let's not forget Adobe has been downtown for since 
geez, what, the early 90s? They're, yeah. They were really the... the uh, Ahead of yes. But no, I drove by during the Sharks playoff and they had a huge Sharks sign outside mm-hmm. their building. So I think, you know, they embraced the Sharks. Like they didn't have to put that, they didn't have to spend all that money to get that printed. And they, they have this big sign outside their, outside their mm-hmm. building. And I think having Google like root for the Sharks and that, that's really going to help. I hope that's my pitch to the mm-hmm. San Jose Sharks. Yeah, keep right. Them, Keep them downtown. You know, and I also think that one thing that's worth noting is that before this news broke, like, what, last Tuesday, Mm -hmm. um, Jody and I were already working on a joint cover story about downtown San Jose. And it was about the fact that downtown San Jose uh, has had a lot of false starts in the past. And, you know, every time it happens... Um, you know, people say, this is it. This is the right I remember San Jose Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is, it's going to stick this time. And um, and it seems like it doesn't always just come to fruition the way everybody had hoped it would. And the premise of our cover story was going to be, um, no, actually, maybe this really is the time. Uh, nice. No, We really mean it this time, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, when the news broke on a Tuesday, we go to print on Wednesday night. So basically, Jody and I worked for... Uh, more than 24 hours straight yeah. and we put together an entirely new cover story focused around Google, but not forgetting the fact that there is enormous development uh, and, you know, over 8,000 uh, residential units in the pipeline for downtown San Jose, or, or for San Jose, but a lot of those are focused in downtown San Jose. There's millions of square feet of office space and, um, you know, retail space. So um, I just kind of wanted to put a plug in that um, down like San Jose and specifically downtown San Jose was already experiencing kind of a renaissance before the Google announcement, and yeah, I think that this announcement will certainly bolster those efforts right. and, and maybe even push them farther. San along. Pedro, I can't stress how big San Pedro Square was for downtown San Jose. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Mm-hmm. It was like what seven years old, five years yeah. old now, but that really helped downtown. And, and I think another question is um, with this move by Google, does Google become a magnet to, to bring other businesses in, mm-hmm. or are they so big, so much bigger than anything else here, that San Jose turns into San Google, as you said, yeah, right. and, and other companies want to stay away? Um, that's, that's to be determined. Yeah, I mean, looking inside the business journal, I have it open, you have a huge map of downtown San Jose with a bunch of numbers and um, projects coming up so yeah so, and they can see this online I see yeah so I've been working on a project called crane watch and I made a bitly because it's really it, otherwise it's really hard to get to yeah, it so it's bitly bitly forward slash svbj crane watch and it's all you know one word lowercase um, but I've been trying to update it with all of San Jose's projects that are a hundred thousand square feet or more um, and just, you know, I guess it, it shows up as a map where you can kind of see where the concentration of development wow. is. You can click There's on the so little much markers. Happening. Yeah, and then it tells you, um, you can see on this on this centerfold that we tell some of the information. Yeah. yeah. Matt, is this Greyhound Station really going to be 708 residential units? They're turning that So into, we can see so, that in the link you made, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what so was that one more time? It, it was bit.ly, so it's actually bit.ly. 
forward slash SVBJ, like the Silicon Valley Business Journal, uh, train watch. And so, um, yeah. but all one word, all lowercase. We'll so put bit that in the show notes too. So. Yeah, we'll put it on the show notes. But bit.ly, so you don't know the Lee is, so B-I-T dot L-Y and then uh, slash SVBJ crane watch. Perfect. The way, the way Janice is going now, she said you have to be building 100,000 square feet to get in her crane watch feature. In a couple of years, you're going to have to you're going to have to build a million to get in her crane watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, yeah. and if, you, if you're close to 100,000 square feet, if you're like 95,000 square feet and you really want to be on crane watch, I will allow it. It's just, nice. It's We're just, going to put Little Italy on there. Yeah. It's just that I had to create Big a cutoff cut because, as I said, there's so much happening that, um, you know, I, I had to, like, sort of have a cutoff and say, okay, I'm just going to focus yeah. on the ones that are this big. This Deardon station is going to be huge, and, and Bart. This is, you guys have awesome graphics. Who's doing these graphics? Um, you have a graphic designer? Says, says the graphic designer. Doug McGill. Doug McGill. He's your graphic designer? Yes, yes he is. He's awesome. He works we'll give him a shout-out. Let's give him a shout-out, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you have infographics. So 2040 Transit transfer flows what is this yes what this shows is the number of people per day who transfer in this case between caltrain and bart at deridon 6500 what what is this combined you know how many thousands this is um i'm not i haven't added up all the totals of the people uh but at this this year 2040 that's when the uh, number of passengers going either getting on or or getting off at Deardon will total 140,000. So you're going to have BART, you're going to have bus, you're going to have Amtrak, you're going to have light rail, you're going to have Caltrain, and then what's this last one? K-C-A- That's high-speed rail. Oh, California high-speed rail. Wow. So, yeah, you can get to San Diego and to downtown San Jose in, what, two hours, three hours? <laughs> three hours. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so you guys so, got this this topic together. It's only like, it's almost like two detectives on a case. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. how it no, is? Cool. I mean, you guys work together before or is this your first we, time? We, we go out at night and sit in the car and drink coffee <laughs> and eat donuts and wait for somebody to come out of the door so we can interview them. Right. What Jody doesn't know is I'm spiking my coffee with lots of coffee. <laughs> There we go. Bourbon, um, I like it. No. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we haven't worked on, like, a cover story the way that we did on mm-hmm. Google uh, in the past. But, but, yeah, I mean, basically, when we had to sort of, it was all hands on deck, get it done, we basically sat in a planning meeting with all of our editors, and they said, here's the story, here's how we're going to split it up because we've got one night to make it good, right? And then then Jody and I just said, well, these are the voices we need. You call this half, I'll call that half. And, you know, it was decided based on, like, you have a relationship with this person and I have a relationship with that person. But then at the end of the day, you know, we're passing each other notes and sending emails and saying, I got this quote from this person and I think that's better for your side of the story. And so um, it was very collaborative. This yeah, time. and you have to awesome. be strategic, right, with social media. Do you guys have your own social media handles, or do you just use the business journal? Is it? I'm sure it's like I, I think at you each do, right? Every report, yeah. Yeah. So how how do they follow you? All right, what's your um, Twitter handle or whatever? So I am. I have two. I have a personal one, and then my work one. So I'm S V Biz. CRE, so that's okay. S-V-B-I-Z-C-R-E for commercial, commercial real estate. Real estate. Uh, and, you know, if you search Janice Bitters, you'll find 
two of them. One is my personal account and one right. is my work <laughs> account. And so you'll know my work account because um, it's all about San Jose. It has it as the header image. It's pretty nice. obvious. <laughs> so You know, um, actually, we're developing something new, like a flash round. Like, you know, like sometimes on interviews, you'll hear of like a lightning round, oh, like yeah. quick questions mm-hmm. or whatever, right? One of our questions is, what's your favorite social media outlet? But we are going to do like this or that. So we had Instagram or Snapchat, but I guess mm-hmm. you're on Twitter. Well, Twitter is by far the most useful one for for journalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I also, I mean, honestly, I like Snapchat more than Instagram. That's my friend. My but that's Snapchat and Instagram. It's it's good, but it's not. I think Twitter. I think news. Yeah. Yeah, When I want to get news, I'll go on Twitter. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, I don't snap people professional stories. (laughs) (laughs) Two different categories, right? Yeah. 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 That's more of like PR, just like marketing. But news, like cold hard news, Twitter. Yep. Nice. Good stuff. Cool. And Jody, you didn't say what your handle is. Well, uh, <laughs> as everybody listening to this podcast can see, I'm way older than you. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this on C? <laughs> social media is not really my thing. I mean, I, I have Facebook friends, but to tell you the truth, <laughs> I hardly ever tweet. I hardly ever read tweets except in somebody else's story. Yeah. I'm just trying to... To swim as hard as I can in this fast-moving river of journalism and and be able to turn out stories. So I'm not your I'm not your social media type. You're what not, about you're not a typical millennial? I, 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 yeah. I, no joke. I do think it's age-related. I just well, yeah, I did for yeah, sure for sure. Well, what what about LinkedIn? Do you use LinkedIn, Jody or Janice? I yeah, I use it. Do you use LinkedIn to push your stories? Sometimes, honestly, I don't use. Uh, social media as much as I should. I definitely use it mm-hmm. more than Jody. <laughs> uh, but and, and, and we're all told that we're supposed to use it by our editors. I yeah. that's, that's part of the, the, the journalism us, game. Hey, well, s- send us your stuff and we'll, we'll push it out for okay. you. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, th- this has been great having you guys on. We should definitely do it again. And um, mm-hmm. hey, anything more we can do at the Business Journal, like we're all about it, right, Serge? For sure, yeah. yeah. Across the street. Yeah. You know where to get us. And uh, we'll have to do a, a, a Young Professionals event there or something, team up. Yeah, because yeah, we still have And I can chaperone. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all I So that's final all thoughts, um, any uh, final last shout-outs or anything uh, you guys want to tell our listeners before we go? Maybe a subscribe to the Business Journal? Jody, are you a Warriors fan? I am a Warriors fan. Okay, so. my wife is a humongous Warriors fan. When once the playoffs started, it was like all the decks are cleared. We're going to be in front of the TV when the Warriors yeah, nice. on, and that changed some of my work schedule. I know, me too. I, I had to like you mark know, it on my calendar. <laughs> last Tuesday, when you guys did your story, was there a game? I don't remember. I guess there uh, wasn't. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Think so. That would have been stressful because I didn't. I didn't get any bitching when I yeah. <laughs> So I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Nice. I don't Let's really go. pay attention to sports. And the other day I was at home. It was it Monday, and they won the World Series. Yeah. No, 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 the championship. Okay, I just don't like sports. I don't like it. But what I will say is that I was in my apartment, yeah. and I'm just you know hanging out with my cats, like just being normal. And 
and I hear outside uh, somebody going, wires! Like, really, it creeped me out. Oh, like, oh yeah. That might have been it. me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were you in Redwood City? fireworks. There's fireworks. I live in Milpitas, and they had people with fireworks going off for the yeah. chant. Yeah, that's their yeah. second title in three years. So. I, was in, I was in Redwood City. That's where I live. And, uh, yeah, people were like, they say it in this screechy voice, and then there were yeah. fireworks. And I was just like, I, there was a moment where I was like, am I about to be in a, like, in a scary movie? Like, what is happening? Uh, yeah. I didn't realize it at all. Yeah, it's our <laughs> war cry. That's our... Cool. Well, that that's, wraps it up. Um, and so, again, subscribe to the Silicon Valley Business Journal. It's uh, if they, they can sign up on an email list too, right? To get they, these emails, they can sign up on email list, or if you just go on there and you click on a story you like and find out like, oh, this is behind a paywall, um, then right there it usually says subscribe. Yeah. So you just click a button on that story. It's that easy. Mm-hmm. And you guys have events um, more than once a month, I believe, right? All the we time. Do. Great yeah. events, and you don't have to be a member to attend the events, right? Not at all. Yeah. No, so that's no. another great networking we opportunity. We just had a great cannabis event. Oh, I won't really? that. We just yeah. talked about marijuana because it's yeah, about it to be right, legal. Right here at the Capitol. Oh, yeah. It was like a month or two ago, yeah. right? Yeah, no, yeah. I had an event that same night. I remember. I wanted to go. We had the, the, the Chamber Expo. I that's didn't remember anything we did after that cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that was a good one. <laughs> Is that a, that's a preview yeah. to 2018 because that's about to be... It's about to be a recreational use. So. Shout out to the CEO of Ease. We're talking to them right now. Get them. Uh, they're like a delivery service. So for yeah, we're mm-hmm. talking about Startup. getting them on the podcast. There's with... a lot of money to be made. So maybe your next high rise will be a cannabis startup. Well, we, yeah. we, we should ask you guys before we go, because our last podcast, we were talking about marijuana, and I, I mentioned how I went to a local dispensary here, and we were like, oh, well, is that too taboo to bring into a professional setting, you know, because, I mean, in a few years, it should be looked at like alcohol, like one craft thing, beer, right, because it's legal now, mm-hmm. about to be. But really, what our, our event dealt with was the huge number of what you would think would be straight-laced business people mm-hmm. who are interested in the marijuana industry. And um, it's coming. Yeah. And, and um, it's just going to be agriculture. And, and yeah. um, like you're talking about, similar to alcohol uh, after January the 1st. So that's why I will say that on the real estate side, I've been talking to folks about this, and it's still very controversial because... It's not nationally legal, and so there are national players that own buildings in places where it's legal, right? So already cities have very restricted areas where you're allowed to grow cannabis, and within those areas, you may have building owners that are national, like, you know, national groups that just have a policy of this is not nationally Mm -hmm. legal, and so we are not going to dabble. And so honestly, if you want to be in um, in that business, then I think you're right, there's a lot of money to be made, but it, in terms of finding real estate, it's still a major challenge, and I think it's going to wow. continue to be a challenge um, for a little while. Yeah. So. Hey, we could have a whole po- podcast about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are yeah. talking about real estate, one of the things that people have forgotten about the history of this valley before it was Silicon Valley, oh, true. as this Ag- was an agricultural yeah. reason, uh, region, and the southern half of this county and northern San Benito County are still a huge agricultural region, yeah. uh, region, and there's a lot, there is coming online farmland that is no longer being used to grow flowers or 
lettuce or salad. <laughs> yeah, where's the money? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Valley of Hearts Delight. That's mm-hmm. what it was, uh, that was the exactly. tagline before Silicon Valley. So. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, in terms of our events, though, we do have lots of events mm-hmm. like that, and then we've got a few coming up, and there's one specifically that uh, seems to be really exciting for folks, which is, we call it a BizMix event. And Jody, do you remember, I think it's in July... Um, we can give you the exact sure, yeah. date, but Let us know, um, yeah. what that is, is just basically, it's a very casual event. You show up, all the reporters are there, all the editors mm, are nice. there. And the whole idea is just come network with us. Come tell us about what you're doing. Let us, you know. Bring business cards because we're going to bring ours. Yeah. It's a a networking opportunity if you are interested in uh, making a relationship with a business journal. We always have at the end of the show, we won't do it today, but we usually plug events, upcoming events. So Mm -hmm. we um, will let them know. I know this is going to air Monday. So um, upcoming weekend is going to be the Silicon Valley Barbecue championship. Oh, oh, that's right. Nice. And the taste, t- uh, boss of the sauce in Little Italy, San Jose. Oh, I'm excited for <laughs> that one. Who actually. has the best marinara? Little Italy. Yeah, that's <laughs> like Italy. my fourth time flagging it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, Little Italy, San Jose. One like, more thing too, we have a new contest on social media. Okay. Um, so for all of our listeners, all you need to do is just uh, write a comment on our Facebook wall. Just uh, anything that stood out to you. From this episode or anything at all. Any past episodes. Just your favorite moment on What Up Silicon Valley. And we're going to share a really cool image you made too. And I designed a little promotional image. And what are we going to... What do they get? We pick one winner a month. It's either going to be a What Up Silicon Valley t-shirt, backpack, a cool backpack... Or uh, dress socks. Okay. Well, uh, we have some cool socks. So, yeah. And shout out to Randy. Uh, uh, we appreciate your comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's an episode. Can we get a what up? That's our little tagline. Okay. Oh, yeah. You ready? One, One. two, three. What, what up? up? What up? What up?